Welcome back to the Self-Conscious Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Cortez, and joining me on this episode is a good friend of mine, Lexa Mercado. She is 20 years old, a second-year college student majoring in psychology. I can't remember how Lexa and I became friends, but it all started when we were both in a youth group at our Catholic church a long time ago. Lexa has been there for me during some of the hardest times in my life, including being my tutor for my college math course, because that was a shit show. But uh, before we get started, Lex, I'm just going to ask you a question so the listeners can get to know you a little better. What is your favorite movie or TV series and why? My favorite TV series is New Girl because it's a genuinely funny show. Like it's just, it's very wholesome. And the first season is beautiful. Perfect. Chef's, a chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. <laughs> a Schmidt kiss. Mwah. Perfect. All righty. Well, let's go ahead and get started with this week's episode. Today, I'm joined by Lexa. We're going to discuss the concept of purity and how it has been defined by society, subculture, and religion. Purity in a person is defined as one desiring a clean and whole life, free from corruption and compromise. The desire for purity leads one to avoid and resist temptations that would pollute or weaken their character. Lexa and I will be discussing what the concept of purity is to us, how it affected us growing up, and if it should be dismantled. Towards the end of the episode, we will offer advice for those who have felt self-conscious doing things that don't necessarily align with the purity concept. So starting off the podcast here, what is your opinion of the purity concept, Lexa? Because for me, it's defined by religion, subculture, and society. We have this idea about what a wholesome or a pure person is, based on those three categories, it mostly means uh, no premarital sex. Uh, what else? What else? Like a clean body. So no tattoos, no dyed hair, no consumption of drugs of, of any kind whatsoever, regardless of what medical use it may have for you. And then adding on to that, also no alcohol because it corrupts your body, corrupts that uh, wholesome persona that society, subculture, and religion are trying to make one out to be. But I mean, for the most part, like that's what really what it is, is just having this wholesome image where you're not really doing drugs, alcohol, like trying to keep your body as clean as possible. So that's what I see it as. But my opinion of it is that it is a manipulation tool used to control and tell women, for the most part, what to do and how to be. At some point, it does affect men, but for the most part, the purity concept is more focused and targeted towards women. I agree with you. I agree with you on that. But my opinion on it is that I don't agree with it. I don't agree with the the way that it has been corrupted. I feel like the concept started off kind of good in a way. Like you're supposed to keep this character, you know, wholesome and clean, I guess. But then it just started to get worse and worse. The rules started to get weirder and weirder and just kind of more misogynistic in a way, you know, because Mm -hmm. I do agree with the idea of being pure as just keeping your image as clean from tainted views. Mm -hmm. But I believe that like the sex part of it, the tattoos, the dyed hair, I feel like that shouldn't have been placed upon the purity scale I feel like how you treat yourself and how you treat others in regards to respecting them loving them 
just kind of treating them as humans, I feel like that should be more of the definition of the purity concept and not really physical things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I understand you. It has its pros and its cons. Mm -hmm. It's hard to define what those pros are because it's a complicated topic to dissect, even though it may have started off with good intentions. It's been corrupted, you know, it's been corrupted by society, it's been corrupted by subculture, it's been corrupted by religion to be used, like I was saying earlier, to manipulate a person, an individual, to be a wholesome image that isn't necessarily realistic. Yeah. Because a wholesome image that they're trying to portray is somebody who's essentially perfect and at the end of the day we're human we're not supposed to be perfect we're never gonna in my opinion we're never gonna align with that concept of purity we are never gonna Mm -hmm. match it because there's no such thing as perfection those things that supposedly don't align with the purity concepts such as sex tattoos dyeing your hair they're all part of somebody kind of figuring out who they are it's part of people trying to define their individuality So I don't agree that we need to restrict somebody on what they can and can't do. So I think, again, like you're saying, even though it started off well, I don't agree with how it's been used to manipulate people. Yeah. And at this point, I don't think it should be in existence at all. It's just kind of a weapon at this point towards people's individuality. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. 100%. Now that we've talked about defining it and what our opinion is of it, what were some of the problems you faced regarding the purity concept growing up and now? For me, I grew up in a Latino household, also very heavily Catholic influenced here. I definitely grew up with an idea of what a proper lady should be, which is, again, not having any tattoos because God forbid that that ink was going to corrupt the blood in my system. And also, in addition to that, I couldn't swear because it wasn't ladylike. And that also aligns with the purity concept. And if anybody knows me now, they know I, I, I don't have a fucking filter. <laughs> I say whatever's on my mind. For the most part, like I contain myself. It just depends on the social setting. But mm. I do have the mouth of a sailor and... I get so much shit from it, though, from my family whenever I visit Mexico, even more so. And I always am getting told, like, constantly, Stephanie, that's not what a proper lady should say. A proper lady does not say such vulgar words. A proper lady does not say this or that. And I'm over here like, okay, but fucking Pedro said it. What the fuck? (laughs) How come Pedro gets to say it and I don't get to say it? The excuse, though, is that, oh, because he's the man. That adds to what else I'm going to add to this topic is that in Latino culture, and especially in the Mexican culture, at least in my opinion, because that you know, I'm giving my perspective growing up, there is a lot of machismo, and men are put on a pedestal, and women are there to serve the man. So, with this purity concept, again, <laughs> which is ridiculous to me, you know, I was told I had to latch onto my virginity because that was going to be the most valuable gift I could give to my husband. Yeah. At the time, you know, I was a kid. I was, you know, I was just trying to follow the rules. And I was like, oh, okay. And now I'm like, that's just some bullshit. Like, you're telling me that my virginity is more valuable than my mind and my thoughts and my beliefs and my opinions than who I am exactly. as a person as a whole. That just makes no sense to me. 
But it was this idea that, you know, it was to please the man. You serve the man. You're there to serve him. And then in addition to that, us women in the Mexican culture, we serve the man his food. We're there to take care of the kids. We're always the caretaker. Going back to that machismo, there's an idea of what a woman is supposed to be. Yeah. You're, so you're supposed to be pure. You're supposed to be the proper lady, right? A wholesome image. So you can add value to yourself for whoever it is that you're going to marry. At least that's how mm-hmm. I get it in the machismo culture, with the machismo in our Latino culture. And again, I don't agree because I think that, at least in the Latino Hispanic culture, specifically in the Mexican culture, I think that the machismo with our subculture further emphasizes that purity concept that, again, is mostly targeted towards women. And it's essentially telling them how they're, how they're supposed to act and who they're supposed to be. And that at the end of the day, the wholesome image isn't necessarily for us women. It's more for it's more for the benefit of the man. I'm just going to go a little bit deeper into this. Religion, subculture, and society, it's all male-dominated. Yep. Mm-hmm. The man is always put on a pedestal, and the woman is always placed there to serve the man. And for as long as I can remember, there have been, and even now, there are ads on how a woman is supposed to act and how she's supposed to be in order to be considered a wholesome woman or to be considered a good woman. And to me, again, like I was saying, this notion is ridiculous. Like this whole purity concept is ridiculous. Back to us growing up, being told what I could and couldn't be as a woman, it was becoming a problem because I am very much open-minded, but I'm also very much stubborn. (laughs) from the mexican side same so if somebody's telling me what to do i'm gonna do the opposite and i'm gonna challenge it and i'm gonna question it so yeah i definitely had problems about the purity concept because i did want to like i essentially wanted to dye my hair and i wanted to to put on tattoos and i wanted to well when i was younger i wanted to explore i wanted to know more about sex and i wanted to know I just wanted to know all these things and I wanted to know why I couldn't do them. And I would always be told it's just because it's not what a, it's not what a, it's not what a young lady is supposed to do. It's not what a woman is supposed to do. That was just always Mm -hmm. the fucking excuse. I just never had a proper answer for it. And as I've grown up, the reality is that there is no answer for it. There is no reason. (laughs) There is no answer for you why you can't and can't do things. It's just because this male dominated hierarchy has told you what you can and can't be because they still want to be at the top. And again, I'm going back to the root of it. It's a manipulation tool to essentially control women and to tell them what they should and shouldn't do. Period. <laughs> With how it affected me, I guess, was it was more outside of my close home circle, you know, because thankfully in my home, I kind of grew up with the idea that being pure was just helping other people, keeping your heart pure which was just respecting and loving other people, which is why I think the purity concept is so weird to me because Mm. I think of it as another way, but it's actually this, which is kind of mind-blowing now because I'm like, oh, that's I've never really seen it that way, you know? It wasn't really centered around sex in my home because they never, like my parents never really talked about sex in a really evil light. They kind of just talked a bit, They talked a lot about it in kind of like a 
a factual way. Like, if you want to know where babies come from, this is how it's how it's done. This is where they pop out. You know, mm-hmm. this is what you got to do. Premarital sex. It was never really like a sinful topic to talk about. It was just mostly like, I don't really recommend it, but if you're going to be safe, be careful (laughs) and know who you're going to do it with. And I'm like, all right, I guess that makes sense. You know, so I never really grew up a lot with the, with my purity being something so I don't know how to explain it. Your purity essentially being corrupted in some way? Yeah. Uh-huh. I never really grew up like that in my close home circle. However, outside of it, my extended family, it was mostly more like, Alexa shouldn't argue back. You need to stop arguing with other people. You're very stubborn. Just don't fight back. Mm-hmm. Just the way that you debate with other people. I was honestly growing up I was a very big debater with with the adults in my uh, the like the family friends that my parents had I was a very big debater because you know they were conservative Catholics and I was hard-headed and I really wanted to know why they thought these things so I'm like this doesn't make any sense and I want to fight so and it was a very big no-no essentially not to you know to keep arguing with an adult, especially at a dinner table. So that's when I started just kind of being like, why, you know, why, why can't I argue? You know, it's kind of fun. And also I'm right all the time. <laughs> as you should, as you should be. <laughs> as I should be. It's interesting that you, you had this such a, ironically, you had such a pure way of seeing the purity concept when you were younger. As opposed to how it is now, that's that's ironic. Yeah. For me, those were the problems that I faced growing up regarding the purity concept. Now, it hasn't changed that much. I still get told, you know, you got to latch onto your virginity in order to be wholesome. We are long past that. That's, you know, I'm already, <laughs> I'm already corrupted. Like, corrupted. <laughs> how it's affected me now is that I just don't believe in it. Because when I was a kid, I was naive and I was also a kid. I was doing what my parents were telling me and I was doing what the church was telling me to do. You know, I was doing what was expected of me. And now that I've kind of grown up and I've had my own mind and I've educated and I'm more my own ideas, I just mm-hmm. don't agree with it. And so I don't, at this point, I'm kind of like, fuck it. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want, regardless of whether or not it's pure. I wanted to dye my hair for the longest time and I didn't because I thought I would be corrupting the the essence of purity within myself. (laughs) And now I, I well, I definitely want to dye my hair. I want to dye it lavender, which is a little very ballsy for somebody who's never dyed their hair, but it's just because I want to do it. I just can't do it now. I'm low on money. So (laughs) catch me in the summer, dye my hair. I'll be walking around with some purple hair. Y'all better not judge. That part. Hell (laughs) yes. I love it. And for like the idea of tattoos, I, I never really saw tattoos as corrupt, you know, growing up, I never saw them mm-hmm. as uh, necessarily affecting the purity concept. I thought they were just very, I thought they were beautiful. I thought it was a piece of art, you know, on somebody's body. And it was so interesting that you could do that. And it's also the same idea with piercings. Like, you know, we were told that we couldn't pierce our belly buttons. We couldn't pierce more than the two piercings we were initially, you know, 
we had no say in those piercings. Our parents kind of pluck, pluck those piercings exactly. on me. But now, and I did get shit when I had additional piercings because I didn't fit that wholesome image. But again, now I'm like, fuck it. At the end of the day, it's your body, your choice. You're allowed to do whatever the fuck you want to do. In regards to alcohol and drugs, I mean, come on, dude. We grew up in a Catholic church, getting the blood of Christ. Girl, that's wine. I mean, yes, it's the blood of Christ, <laughs> but it's also wine. It's pure alcohol. Sorry, Jesus. Paul, we were getting, you know, introduced to that alcoholic yeah. life. <laughs> also at like 10 years old. So what's, what was up with that? <laughs> right. And then in terms of consumption of drugs, depends on the drug. There are some drugs, you know, that you definitely shouldn't be taking into your system. But if they're drugs that are medically going to help you in some way or another, like weed, I agree. Do whatever the fuck you need yeah. to do. I take it and it's not for, well, sometimes it is for fun. But for the most part, <laughs> it is you. <laughs> for the most part, it's used because I have I have high anxiety. It helps me relax. And I also have, I've also developed a mild case of insomnia due to, to the bad habits I've developed you know, during college. So I do have a hard time sleeping from time to time. And weed does help me again, relax so I can sleep because I've just developed a bad sleep schedule. And sometimes I just can't sleep at all. So again, it's depending on what you do. And again, you're, you know, your body better than most people. If you know what you're going to do to yourself is for your benefit is something that you want to do. And it's something that's safe. Again, go ahead and do it. You know, it's your body, your choice. As for sex and all that, y'all, if you're a grown adult, go do whatever the fuck you want to do. Yes. Like at the end of the day, having sex, getting your hair dyed, getting tattoos, getting piercings, it's all part of life. Like they're all part of your journey. And you can go about that however you want to go about that. And you do not need to feel self-conscious about it or feel like, or feel guilty for doing these things that don't necessarily align with the purity concept. Because again, in my opinion, it's complete bullshit. The purity concept is there to tell you what you can and can't do. And it's not up to the purity concept to do that and tell you what you can and can't do. You are your own person. You have free will. So that's how I see it now. I just think it's bullshit and I'm allowed to do whatever the fuck I want to do. Like I have that right to do whatever it is that I want to do to my body. Period. I 100% agree with that. That, um, I'm just like, I agree with that because you are very smart. <laughs> um, but yeah, honestly, you really should do whatever the hell you want with your body because the concept of purity is just, so outdated now like the yeah. way that this has been taken out of control i think the purity concept is crap and i think we should take it apart and only focus on being corrupted by bad influence such as you know how you treat your mind and how you treat your body in regards to you know um, not knowing your worth, not knowing your value, belittling yourself by talking down to yourself and stuff like that. But I don't think it should be centered around, you know, sex. I, sh- I don't think it should be centered around tattoos, dyeing your hair, drugs, alcohol. I think the problem lies in your mentality 
and mm. I feel like you kind of just need to focus on how to love yourself within and that's how you stay pure how do you think the purity concept affects us in society in society growing up I mean there is still this image you know what a girl is supposed to be even here in the states and the example that comes to mind is how we are supposed to dress so Mm -hmm. When we're in elementary school, you know, we're, we have this dress code. Girls are told that they can't wear spaghetti strap and that they can't wear tight clothes because it's essentially revealing and it's distracting. And so we're told to cover up. And again, it's to maintain this wholesome image for the girl. And also, so the, and again, rephrasing the machismo in our, in our subculture, in our Mexican culture, putting the men on a pedestal and having the woman bend over backwards to please the man. So mm-hmm. I don't agree with it because we have to have this image. And then just another example that comes to mind is the idea of sex. If a woman goes out and has sex with multiple men, she's a whore, she's a slut, all the above. But if a man has goes out and has sex, he's a player, he's a, you know, he's a player. Nothing bad is said about him, but the woman there is. Mm-hmm. There's always something bad being told about her. And then it ruins her image or now she's easy, but the guy is okay. Like, I just, again, I don't like it. If we really want to dive deep into it, in most rape cases that involve women, in almost every case, you will hear that she was asking for it based on the way that she was dressed, based on the way that she looked. And again, it's kind of reemphasizing that she didn't have this wholesome image, that she didn't ha- align with that purity concept and so therefore it was okay for her to have what happened to her because she wasn't a wholesome woman and that's where I'm like no the idea of the purity concept the idea of of having a wholesome image is corrupted it is such a manipulation tool and Mm -hmm. more so for women to tell them what how they should act and who they should be in our society And again, I just, I disagree with it completely because it's affecting, it affects everybody. Mm -hmm. But I think for the most part, it definitely affects women more. You know, for maybe some women out there, this whole idea of the purity concept that's been, that has been pressured on by society, subculture and religion makes people like myself self-conscious about who we are as a person makes us self-conscious about the way we're acting, makes us self-conscious of whether or not we're, if we are aligning with that purity concept, if we are uh, putting out there this wholesome image. But again, at some point, you got to realize the truth that this, the idea of the purity concept, again, is bullshit. It doesn't, it's not real. There's more to the purity concept that we're saying. You know, we can probably have multiple segments on this. But the, at yeah. the end of the day, what I'm trying to say is that it's corrupted us in more ways than we think. And it's affected and it's and the purity concept has targeted women more than it has in any other gender out there. And again, I do believe it is a tool that is being used to manipulate and tell women, specifically women, how they're supposed to act and how they're supposed to be in order to give out that wholesome image exactly with what you were saying of how it's a manipulation tool i think that 
it also affects the way that other women see women. So, because like so many women are grow growing up with, um, you know, their fathers, their brothers, their uh, male friends kind of growing up and saying these things about them and catcalling them and just kind of degrading them in ways that aren't very outright degrading, but just kind of subtle, you know, just, oh. you know yeah. what I mean? And it's, it affects how they see themselves and therefore the, how they see other women. They start to slowly judge other women. It's, I've seen it before. I've, I've kind of seen the way that it affects my mom as well, which is what I'm trying to slowly take her away from very little step-by-step. Step. She, in the beginning, she would say some things about other women, how they were dressed and stuff like that. And I would just kind of be like, well, she can dress however she wants because that's what she wants to do. And slowly she would be kind of open to the idea of, all right, I kind of, I can, I can agree with that. And it's something that I can, you know, I'm a little bit proud of, you know, sometimes yeah. just kind of like switching my mom's mentality. I don't know if she's switched it. I don't think she's, I don't think she's aware that she switched it, but I can kind of see the difference because way that I dress now if she had seen someone dressing the way that I dress like a couple of years ago she would have been like that is a slut that is mm. not a good woman but now that she sees me she's like all right this is a different woman but we can't really judge because I know my daughter's a good person and if she wants to dress like that she 100% can if she wants to show off half her ass <laughs> what am I to do and honestly she cannot do anything about it but it's, <laughs> it's just, she can't what am I what what's she gonna do <laughs> but it's you know I also see this concept kind of being the foundation of how men aren't really held accountable for their actions Mm -hmm. And women just kind of to go along with the consequences of men's actions. You know, there's always the boys will be boys. And women just have to be like, all right, well, boys will be boys. There's nothing mm -hmm. I can do. Yeah. Men will catcall and women are told, well, what are you going to do? I mean, you're dressing like that you have to stay more pure to yourself and just men will always do that does not matter what you're wearing men will always do that and I think that purity concept I still believe is like a foundation to all these other blocks that make up just misogyny and sexism and a lot of violence towards women no I agree Leading all of that, I think I kind of know both of our answers. Should the purity concept be dismantled? I think, think I can safely say for the both of us, <laughs> yes, it should. 100%. It definitely, it definitely needs to be dismantled because as you're saying, it's the root of so many problems that we have in our society, in our subculture, and even in our religion. And probably for, for other categories as well, 
But those are just the three I'm focusing on right now because those are the three that, I, in my opinion, have defined the purity concept. And again, it's mostly, in my opinion, targeted towards women. Again, it's mostly used as a way to control women and tell them what they can't and can't do. And if they don't align with this wholesome image, with this idea of purity, then they aren't necessarily good women and they aren't necessarily yeah, there's not, not necessarily a good woman or a good person. And I think that's ridiculous because like you were saying, society, religion, subculture, we are judging somebody based on the way that they look, based on the way that we see them, just, just appearance-wise, without really knowing who they are. There's more to being a good woman or being a good person than your career, than the way you look, than your background. There is more to it. Essentially, being a good person, it's just, it's kindness, it's respect to another human being. It's acknowledging that somebody else is human and that somebody else goes through struggles and being there for them. Exactly. Yep. That's, that's really what purity should be all about. It's just that having a kind and beautiful heart, but it really... <laughs> that definition is unfortunately not there. And I feel like we as a, as a society, more specifically as I think a Latino, like our Latino culture should come together and kind of dismantle that on our own, you know? People are very different nowadays. You know, there's just, there is a lot of different ways of living. And if you're still stuck in that mentality where, where women are to be servers and not helpers and not, you know, leaders, but only followers of men, then we're never going to go anywhere. We're going to be stuck in that same mentality forever and ever, not going anywhere. And I don't think I could ever live in that type of culture. I don't think I could ever participate in that kind of society yeah no it's a hard pass for me <laughs> <laughs> it's a no for me dog <laughs> it's a no for me dog <laughs> so we're just so we discussed how the purity concept affects us in society and we've kind of touched about how it's affected us in our latino hispanic culture again it's really in the concept of the machismo, you know, we put these men on, we put men in a, on a pedestal. And the example that comes to mind in the way that it's affected us is that let's, if you look at a Latino Hispanic family, let's just look at the dating aspect of it. When the male in the family is dating, it's okay. There's no problem with it. But when the girl starts dating in the family, it's all of a sudden a problem. Like, no, you can't have a novio porque no sé qué, no sé qué tanto, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. It's all these excuses. It's all these things. In my opinion, we don't give that much shit to, to the male in the house. You know, he's okay. And that further emphasizes the fact that like the woman serves the man. You know, we give, we're always setting the dinner plates for our dads and our brothers and our uncles, mm -hmm. always asking what they need they never get up they have their own thing we always like it's just this constant thing that I've been seeing growing up 
And again, it's rooted in the machismo, but that's really how it's affected us in our Latino, Hispanic culture, specifically in our Mexican culture. Like it's rooted in the machismo on how this purity concept has been affecting us. At this point, it needs to change. We are in the 21st century. Things are changing. For men out there who are listening on this podcast, if you have a sister or a cousin and you see it, this, because I know you see it, stand up for her, you know, tell, mm-hmm. be her advocate. It doesn't just have to be dating, but it can be anything else. Like if your sister wants to, t- like if, because I know it's also been like a big thing, like education wise, at least from my perspective and my experience, women are encouraged to go to school and they're not encouraged to pursue a higher education because they're told at the end of the day, they're, they're just going to marry a good man and take care of the family. There's more to life than that. You know, there's more than us being this wholesome image for the man. There's more to it. And so I would encourage all the men out there who are listening or all, well, I would just encourage anybody who's listening if you see this happening, stand up. Don't let mm-hmm. it keep happening. If we keep letting it happen, we are never going to progress. In our Latino mm-hmm. culture, in our Hispanic culture, specifically in our Mexican culture, we are always going to be 10 steps behind. Now, baby, let's speed this up. Let's get let's get on track. <laughs> yeah. We're we are all equal. There should be mutual respect. And we need to advocate that mutual respect for one another period that's is perfectly said but yes it's holding men accountable it's holding a lot of older men too accountable your uncles your creepy little cousins who (laughs) are honestly I feel like children nowadays are going on social media at a much early age and they I've seen it before. It they're kind of interested in these YouTubers and kind of like influencer influencers that they do and say a lot of weird things about women, like mostly dating and stuff like that. And they should, I feel like parents should also kind of keep an eye on that, you know while we educate the parents, they can educate their young sons on how to talk to women, how to think about women, how to, you know, just kind of even starting with that, we can dismantle the purity concept 100%. It's just mostly holding men accountable, not seeing women as just what followers of men. Um, Also men, you should learn how to cook you it it really is 2020 it's about to be 2021 you really ain't gonna be cooking um no i can't could not be me actually i actually i can't can't really say anything because i don't know how to cook and that's all protesting (laughs) i'm protesting you know when people are like you don't know how to cook who's gonna how are you gonna cook for your husband i'm like baby just you saying that I'm protesting. I'm never learning how to cook. I'd rather I'm cooking for me. I'd rather starve than rather, Yeah. <laughs> and also, fast food exists. You know, I can eat that. I'm good. But I'm never, ever going to serve food to my husband if 
they don't know how to cook. We're going to learn together, baby. Uh-uh. <laughs> We're going to learn together. Okay. We're going to learn together. All righty. So what advice can you give those who have felt self-conscious doing things that don't necessarily align with the concept of purity? My advice is just don't, don't feel guilty for doing something that is out of the, the construct of purity. It's that whole concept is just to put women in the box. It's, you know, at its root, it's, as you said, manipulation, it's a manipulation tactic. It's to keep women in check when we should not be kept in check because we will 100% fight back and you should be scared of that. And, you know, it's putting women in the box and then punishing those women when they start to act out. I say to forgive yourself and just, yeah, move on at your own pace. There, it's not a competition. Once you realize that this purity concept is just bullshit, you need to, you need to forgive yourself. I don't know, pray, meditate, journal. <laughs> I don't know, do whatever, drink. I don't care. You do what you have to do to feel okay with yourself. All that time that you spent kind of feeling guilty about you know, either having pre-metal sex, having impure thoughts, uh, dyeing your hair, getting tattoos, um, just talking out of turn or not being ladylike. That's mm. just forget about it because you are, you're just a human being. Yeah it's you're just a regular person that you know shouldn't be kept at those rules and just acting impure and then punishing yourself for doing that I feel like that's worse than being impure you know you're belittling yourself you're thinking why am I like this I don't deserve this I'm not good enough because I had sex or I you know I talked like weed. this I smoked weed I I drank I I curse a lot you know it's I don't believe that that belittles your value as a person because that doesn't even matter it doesn't belittle your value you are still a valuable person because you are loved and cherished by everyone around you and if you don't have that many people, start being that one person that you need, because the only person that's going to be with you for the rest of your life is you. And might as well love yourself to the fullest extent. Take care of yourself. Get your nipples pierced. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I agree. hundred percent. I agree with everything you just said. The reality is that like, I think we've been touching on it. The purity concept is the purity concept is complete bullshit. And if you do feel self-conscious because you've done things that don't necessarily align with the purity concept, like sex, drugs, tattoos, dyeing your hair, piercings, X, Y, and Z, like Lexa said, it does not belittle your value. It does not belittle you as a person. Because at the end of the day, we are human. 
we're meant to have flaws. We're meant to make mistakes. We're not meant to be perfect. And doing those things, such as having sex before marriage, getting tattoos, dyeing your hair, consumption of drugs, all this and that, does not necessarily mean you are making mistakes. You are living your life. You're making choices that are part of your life journey. There's nothing wrong with that. And there's absolutely nothing to feel guilty about. And if you do feel guilty about it, do the things that Lex recommended. And also give yourself that space and that time to be gracious with yourself. And if you are doing that, and if you are doing all those things that don't necessarily align with the purity concept now, or you're thinking about them, just do it. There are people who will judge you, but their opinion doesn't matter. The only opinion that matters is yours. And as long as you're okay with what you're doing, as long as it's safe, as long as it's not hurting anybody, just do it. Your body, your choice, you have your free will to do whatever it is that you want to do. So to end this, you know, forgive yourself, be kind to yourself, love yourself, respect yourself, give yourself that grace. And again, just remind yourself you're human. And just for society as a whole, we just need to be a lot kinder to everybody, have a lot more respect for one another. And if we can start doing that, we can dismantle the purity concept and along with it, dismantle all the other problems it's created in our society, in our subculture, and our religion. Well, that wraps up the episode. I want to thank Lexa for joining us and I'm going to give her a chance to shout out her social media accounts if you want to follow her. My Instagram is Lexa underscore II. In case you want to for some dumb shit. <laughs> also get your nips pierced. I love you. And don't forget to follow us on our social media accounts to be up to date on what we have going on in the Subconscious Podcast, such as upcoming episodes, who our guest co-hosts for each week will be, small businesses highlights, and so much more. Our Instagram page is Subconscious Podcast, and our Twitter account is at Conscious Podcast. Thank you to everybody who tuned in. Like always, I hope you resonated with this episode, learned something from it. Wishing you all a happy holidays. If you like this episode, go ahead and subscribe. We are available on multiple platforms. We post new episodes every Tuesday. Eso es todo por hoy. I will see you all next week for a new episode. Until then, have a good one, Conchitas.